Welcome to Dear Alice, a lifestyle approach to interior design. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Dear Alice. Today, we've got a fun one. Really fun one. Everybody's asking. <laughs> Everybody's asking about cool different spaces that we've had, we've designed past projects. Um, what have what have been like the biggest? I don't know the fun ones for us. So mm-hmm. that's what we want to talk about today because we've done some really interesting rooms that you don't see in a typical house, and I think that those are the ones that. Um, stand out to us. So mm-hmm. I'm it's, that. it's fun to meet like a, a creative client that lives differently than others. And generally, if you're doing a custom build, then you probably have custom requests for your lifestyle and it can be anything. And when we've designed and built homes to the tune of 22,000 square feet and 40,000 square feet, you can imagine that there are some unusual rooms in those mm-hmm. homes. So we are going to talk about some of that today. Um, it's super fun and we feel like we're making dreams come true, not just for them, but for us. So today we'll talk about that. I know it gets us clever and creative too. So Mm -hmm. anyway, the first one we want to talk about is actually, we'll kind of jump into all the spaces in this home because there's several really interesting spots as we are designing a home up in Washington state for a Sikh family and they are just the loveliest. And with that cultural culture and tradition and religion, um, they have their, they cook a lot of Indian food. And so we have actually designed an aromatic kitchen for them. Um, they also have like a normal show kitchen, which is beautiful. And that's the one that people like approach and like is attached to like their dining nook and their family room. But beyond that kitchen, there's doors that go back to an aromatic kitchen. And this is where they cook with a lot of really potent spices and things that they just needed to be able to conceal a little bit, but it's been such a romantic place to design um, just in looking at all the colors of the, the foods that they do cook. What would be in an aromatic kitchen, Sue? An aromatic kitchen. Um, there's a lot of like interesting like ventilations and mm-hmm. things like with. I mean, like what kind of foods do they oh, store? Uh, well, like curries. what makes it aromatic? Yeah. I think there's a lot of curries. There's a lot of spices. There's um, so don't like don't they get like fifty tum- pounds of turmeric. onions? And- yeah, and there's an attached pantry too, which is like we when we have family events. Their P.S. Their dining room is the largest dining room we've ever designed. I want to mm-hmm. say that this. I think we're trying to fit like twenty people at this dining table. Mm-hmm. It's Amazing. really interesting. Twenty or twenty-two. Does the uh, aromatic kitchen look more industrial, or is it like? No, it's, That's, it has a nice attachment to the show kitchen, but the countertops in the show kitchen, we're doing marbles with really beautiful veining. And then when we go back here, we're actually going to a little bit of a, a medium tone countertop mm-hmm. so that it's not going to stain. Is they use marble? a lot of turmeric mm-hmm. and things yellow. like that. Yellow. And again, those red burnt rests and curries and things like that. And so, gosh, it's been such beautiful vision boards mm-hmm. putting these together because it just takes you to a different place. Yeah. I've loved it. It's so much fun. So in their pantry that's right next to the aromatic kitchen kind of makes like a big show kitchen. Imagine a big rectangle. Mm-hmm. That's their show kitchen. And then there's two doors on each side of the range which is on that back wall and one goes to the pantry and one goes to the aromatic kitchen. And then those two are also connected Mm. so they can store all these big, huge vats of just like lentils, rice, just all these things that are in these massive buckets because they just Mm. buy so much of it because they entertain a lot. And so they have all this, this beautiful pantry and then next door they have the aromatic kitchen where they do have like, it's a little, we went deeper on the countertop so it wouldn't stain, 
Um, but then we took that same cabinetry. They like a really seamless design just because they are getting so much color and interest from the things that they're preparing mm -hmm. and just the clothes that they wear and the culture that they are. So anyway, that kind of, I think will be, they're fascinating. She, um, yeah, they just both have really interesting backgrounds and they've grown up in different cultures. Um, I believe she grew up in, oh my gosh, Kenya. Anyway, just a really, really fascinating history that will be layered on top of this backdrop. But the aromatic kitchen, we've never designed one of those. So when they came to us, I was like, yeah, let's do that. <laughs> that sounds awesome. Yeah. So it's been really fun to just like research them, talk to them about what's important, what they prepare and what is the, why are we doing it this way? And cool to think about, like think about your life and like what interesting spaces, like what's different about your, your culture and the way you grew up or what, the way you want to grow up and, you know, make that part of your design. I think that's the cool part about all these spaces we're going to touch on. So Definitely. aromatic kitchen is an awesome spot in that house. Um, in that same home, um, they have a prayer room, which I, again, has just been so such a fun, beautiful sanctuary to design. And um, we've researched a lot about the Sikh religion and they, there's and talked to them about their preferences and there's an altar and then there's no there's no big furniture or anything because everybody sits on pillows on the ground because everybody's at the same level, which is such a beautiful way, I don't know, to just consider and like sit at the same level with everyone around you as you worship. And there's a massive window that overlooks a garden and that massive window is stained glass. Beautiful. And so we just did tones of greens and blues. Mm. and We gave them several options. I don't know which one she's going to go with, but um, just really beautiful to imagine the sun just like, basking that room. I'm like, man, maybe I need like, you know, a meditation room or a prayer room just to kind of like calm the soul. I just, it's been really fun to kind of dive deep with them and figure out what does this dream home look like in these really special, very sacred spaces that they have. So mm. prayer room, that's another awesome space in that home. Because they have so many people coming into this home, we had to do um, a special shoe storage in the foyer when people come in. Mm. And so we actually created it to look like finished work, but it's all concealed. So you walk in here and it's not like you're going to see a bunch of shoe storage, but it's actually concealed behind doors where they can actually store the shoes. Um, there's like a little glass vestibule and then you go into the second foyer, which is where you have the finished work with all the shoe storage, which mm -hmm. is really beautiful because there's, there's a spot for everyone, yeah. which is such a beautiful way to live that there's always room for more and like, please, you know, take off your shoes, relax, which I think in some homes, like when you say take off your shoes, it's because you want to protect your flooring. I think in this culture, it's just like you're here, you're home, relax, mm -hmm. please take off your shoes. And it's, it's, it's a sign of respect, but I think it's also a sign that of welcome. Yeah. I really do think that. I like that. I like that that accommodates that. And if, if you know that you're a household that doesn't want people to wear shoes, that you accommodate for it in a nice way so that it's just not a pile of shoes in your entryway. Yeah. And it's unsightly and it also feels, I don't know, it just doesn't... Have a place for them to sit to take off their shoes too. Right, yeah. yes, yeah. yeah, I like that. Yeah. It's like, it's it's a certain ritual and that you've accommodated for that in yeah. your entryway. Or the worst is like, is like if you walk up to the house and there's a sign outside that says the shoe stops here. <laughs> you're and you're like, oh, like, should I go? <laughs> I'm like, I got to put my shoes outside yeah. and it's freezing cold before I walk in. So that shoes aren't even allowed in the house. Uh -huh. Yeah, that's that's no. sad to leave them on the porch. Yeah, and, that, and that's the difference. Like this home, like uh -huh. they have a respect for humans. They have a respect for what happens in that home. 
And that's why they've accommodated. And it is really a welcoming thing to know that like they've taken care of you and that there's a spot for you in their home, mm. which is really, really beautiful. So cool. they had a Yeah. So we did special shoe storage in the foyer, which I, we've never done that before, especially in that quantity. And then also I, I briefly touched on their dining room, just the scale of some of the rooms that we've done. Like we designed really, we work on small, mostly medium, big, big, big stuff. We do some medium, but this home, like they really amplified the scale of the places where they want people to come. Mm. So, you know, you have to do special accommodations and it's such a mood mm-hmm. because again, they welcome people into this. They're bringing in gorgeous so generous. Food. It's so generous that yeah. like they want you to come mm-hmm. and they've, they've made a spot for you. So anyway, that's this one house and we cannot wait to show you when it is all built because yes. it will be a glory. Um, yeah. So it'll be done sometime in 2022. Yeah, probably. Yeah, we're hopeful. Yes. Lovely. So fun. Um, One of the projects that we worked on was a really special little garden cottage. Mm -hmm. And um, a family that we were working for, they bought uh, an acre of land right next to their home. They wanted to turn it into like a beautifully landscaped area to entertain in. And it's got um, some really pretty, um, almost like a gosh, like a colonnade with um, kind of a curved header on it and then swings all hang from it. And it's this beautiful story with like apple trees and the landscape architect said, well, if you're out picking apples and it starts to rain, we should create like a thunder shack, which is a little, just like a little outdoor four-sided uh, structure, but you can run in and out of it. There's no door on it. It's something you would see in like a Nicholas Sparks show. Totally. <laughs> yes. You know? Yeah. So you can like they whisk over there and they're drenched and then they start making out. The yes. Shack. That's yeah. the Thunder Shack. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. And then next, and then the Thunder Shack has a little garden wall and then it's attached to this little garden cottage. And the garden cottage is a place where I think um, the wife pictured herself like hosting showers, baby showers, wedding showers, parties for girlfriends. And and um, it has a nano wall that opens up to a patio with a fire pit. And then there's a couple of different furniture groupings in a main room with a little kitchenette and a little bathroom. Um, we had the sofas pull out into beds in case this wanted to be a guest house for the evening. But as a really large fireplace, she could get that roaring and open the doors up and light the fire pit and throw really gorgeous parties in this garden cottage. So... Mm-hmm. That was a really romantic concept and it turned out so beautifully. It's on our portfolio right now. I think it's called the Garden Cottage actually on it. So you can check that one out. It is so cute. It's what dreams are made of. Totally. Okay. This next one we want to talk about is actually one that we're working on right now. A family in Dallas, um, Dallas, Texas on Lover's Lane. They have this home that is a remodel and they they have an entry foyer, which is beautiful. And then right next to that entry foyer, the previous owners had a formal dining that was attached to a really small kitchen. This kitchen was much too small for this home. And they knew that they wanted to make the kitchen larger. And so we took out the dining room um, that was shared a wall with the foyer. And we created, um, we totally redid all the layouts of the kitchen and the pantry to create this like little sitting area. Off, We talk about them a lot and they're keeping rooms um, off of the kitchen. But this one just like was just so special because there's a rounded window in the front of that house that kind of nestles like a tree and a chair. And I don't know, it just became this really, a really beautiful spot for, you know, her to go while like the kids are in the family room and just like study what, you know, she's going to make or do hop on her laptop and, and do some work. But it just had such an attitude with this like really colorful kitchen 
to create these um, these really usable spaces that not not everyone has, you know, and it kind of mm-hmm. kind of became that the living room off of the entry, but a lot more usable. I wonder if we could put the floor plans for this in the show I think notes. We should. I yeah. think that because some people probably envision this and they probably can't, but we have the CAD drawings. Yeah, we do. So we should just put that little space in the show mm-hmm. notes. Maybe what we can do is if you sign up for our newsletter, we'll send that out in like a. Uh, um, like a monthly newsletter. Oh, that's so a great that idea. Yeah, yeah, that'll help you visualize yeah. this better. Yeah. But in this space, you do ha- we have a sofa, and then we did a high little dining table, probably like a 36 or 42, that mm-hmm. pulls up. So she could sit there with a laptop, or she can have her breakfast in peace while all the kids finally go to school. Nice. And you just, it feels special. It's being baked by the sun. Anyway, it's really, really cool. So we will share that. But that is just keeping room, which we do a lot. But for some reason, this one, I think, is going to be especially special. Mm, I love a keeping room. Um, One of the spaces that we did that was extraordinary and don't think we'll ever get the chance to do it again was a Hobbit house. Mm -hmm. Um, We were working on a really large property. And toward the end of the remodel, um, the homeowner said, I want a Hobbit house. I think because (laughs) he realized that with a designer and a builder, you can get anything in this world that you want. (laughs) So we made a long tunnel from the theater room underground And the whole tunnel is like boards and sticks that line the walls in kind of a haphazard sort of cladding. And the tunnel is a complete circle. There's a flat ground to it. Um, It's kind of like a boardwalk almost that you walk on until you get to a big round door made out of wood. And then you open it and it is almost exactly, exactly like the movie. The furniture, the rug, the cabinetry, we did everything exactly as, as if it was in the movie, The Hobbit House. And then there's an exterior door that you go out of to lead to the backyard. Mm -hmm. And also a big round door that you open. And then when you get outside, there are five in-ground trampolines in all different circle circumferences. Um, There are also rounds and it is just like the most playful thing to experience. Mm -hmm. So fun to be a kid there or a grown up and just have this sort of fantasy. Um, They had, you know, four acres of land and plenty of room to do it. And why not? I know it's it's <laughs> witty, awesome. you know. Like when you think you go to the front door of this home and it feels very it's opulent and grand, but then like you find these like little tucked away things, and you're like they have a good sense of humor. Like yeah. they're they're a good time. Definitely, and I think that that's these spaces we're talking about are just yeah exploring your wit, you know. Definitely, definitely. Um, another space that's become really common amongst quite a few homes is the glam room. Um, we've had. Requests from Florida all the way to California to do this. And um, what it is, is it's either a really gorgeous uh, bathroom. Mm-hmm. Um, there's in the home we did in Florida, there's she has her own bathroom and he has his own like vanity mm-hmm. and they're divided by a hallway. And hers is kind of an L shape. And she has um, on one side of the L, she's got uh, like a professional like hairdressers or makeup mm-hmm. um, person's chair that you can pump up um, by stepping your foot on it. And by swiveling it so that they can do hair and makeup and swivel them around, they've got the right type of lighting. We have both natural light as well as lighting on both sides of the face. And um, all of the drawers to accommodate for all of the makeup palettes and brushes and everything else. And they can, they have room for a crew to stand in those space as well. So if they're going to parties, um, our client in Florida has two daughters. And so there's also room for the two daughters to be getting ready while she's getting ready. 
And it's a whole ritual of hair and makeup, and she calls it a glam room, which is really, really fun. Um, We have a gal in Texas that we're working for right now, and she's taken that space into her closet. And so she has a regular vanity to get ready for every day in the bathroom, but in the closet, there's enough space to have um, a team of professionals come in and do hair and makeup. Um, even have her assistant be sitting in a built-in, um, you know, sort of banquette area behind so she can be going through papers and signing things and talking to her while she's getting ready. But the lighting and makeup conditions are just right and the chair helps do everything it needs to do. So and I love that it like cooks right to her office, like this space, yeah. like, you, you know, it's just in the matter of priority, you get ready yeah. and then you get to work. Yeah, definitely. Remarkable. Well, I think, you know, from working at home, um, all of 2020, people are changing the way that they work. And so she has a huge closet. The builder has told us that women in Dallas never wear the same thing twice. So if you can imagine, you need 365 outfits to house these closets. So they're as big as kitchens today. And then on the opposite side of her closet is her office. And so she can walk right into there and take a Zoom call look fabulous, you know, um, or sit down there in the evening and she doesn't have to run down a flight of stairs to sit in a more formal office. So we just combined all of that space right into one. And yeah, it's really beautiful. Shares sort of the same color palette and tone and it's just super accommodating for her lifestyle, which is really cool. Another room that is really abstract, but was a lot of fun was a tatami room. We have a client that um, lived in Japan for a couple of years and really loved the lifestyle and kind of the reverence of the whole ritual. And so um, we created a space in a very large home for him to be able to do that. And it has, you know, the area and the floor that opens up so you can put your feet down in the hole and the table on top, or you can cover that and then lay on mats in the room. And it's fun to actually walk by. What is tatami? It's like a, well, it's T-A-T-A-M-I. It's a Japanese type of a room where if you're uh, like a traditional Japanese person, then I I think they have a ritual. I don't know if they go in there and they eat or drink tea or whatnot. Like relaxation and stuff? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, it's just kind of a way of life for them. Mm-hmm. So That's awesome. Yeah, I, he's a businessman and is a CEO, so I imagine. And a lot of his investors are Japanese, so they probably go in there and hold meetings. And can you imagine the amount of respect that that would command <sighs> yep. by being able to say, come into my tatami room and yeah. let's have a traditional you yeah. know, um, tea or meeting or whatever. Mm-hmm. And um, that they're like, wow, yeah. This guy, this American guy is legit. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. Another um, room that is oddly become kind of common amongst some of the 10,000 square foot plus homes that we do is the basketball court. Yeah. Um, Sue and I have both worked in homes where this has been a request and um, it's actually a lot of fun. It's not always a full court. Sometimes it's a half, a half of a court, but they can stencil um, their favorite teams um, on the floors. Their alma mater, you know. Yeah, their alma mater. Yep. Definitely. Uh huh. Whatever you want. And depending, I mean, we've worked for some that aren't as um, nervous about acoustics, but those that really want to do it right, they get these tactum panels. They kind of look like ramen noodles, mm-hmm. and you can spray them any color of paint. Um, so you put those around. Gosh, probably like at least um, 11 feet up in the air. They're usually, these rooms are like countersunk into the ground. So there's kind of a mezzanine level, an observation deck where you can look down into the court. So they're two feet tall, maple floors, um, 
you know, beautiful graphics, highly shellacked. And then they usually have like pads around the bottom layer for shoving friends into walls. <laughs> like you do. Yeah. And then these tactum panels up above to help absorb some of the sound. So it's not so echoey and painful to play in there, but no, yeah, we're just all kids at heart. Yeah. Or I mean, the kids can on. in the winter, you know, in Utah, it's very, very cold. Oh, so yeah. kids can get on their wiggle bikes and <laughs> go down there and get some energy it's out. Like a babysitter. Definitely. It's fantastic. Definitely. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Some, I think closets in general, we kind of touched on the glam room and like how it's connected to the closets, but I yeah. think we've done some, we've, we've kind of been, I don't know, closets have been kind of our like segue into a lot of people's homes because mm -hmm. we do them very well. We love to design a closet and they can be very, very different. Not all closets are created equally. And so, yeah. um, yeah, I think Tan France's closet that was really, really fun. That is on our portfolio as well. And Tan France is a lovely, a lovely man that he was on Queer Eye for the Straight Guy for, um, yeah, this new version on Netflix. And he bought this old home and only had, like, he didn't have a very big closet off their master, mm -hmm. but they did have this attic space that he, he asked us if we could design a closet. And you guys, like the verticals, we've talked about this on the podcast before. Verticals only come up like two and a half feet maybe. And then it has a super steep gable, really steep pitch that we had to get creative on designing. And it was so fun to design. We locked ourselves with our design team in a room one day and just kind of like hashed out what this could be. And that was a really fun day to design mm -hmm. because it could be anything. When you're dealing with vaults and steep pitches, um, it just, it's magic. You know, you're in a tree house and like mm -hmm. you have these teeny windows and how are we going to be smart and it, like be able to give him the swords that he needs, but also have it be just magical. So we did like that wild stripe wallpaper that followed the pitch. And then we cladded like the whole story that you climb up the stairs from and a mirror to reflect the stripes. So it kind of felt just like this high end men's fashion, um, fun house, you know? Totally. Um, reflecting everything. And so you didn't realize you were in a small space anymore mm -hmm. because of the, because of big design. Definitely. So Tan's, Tan's closet was a favorite for sure. Yeah. We also have designed a two story closet, um, for, uh, one of our clients who's a big influencer. We haven't quite shared that space yet. Um, and she hasn't built the two story closet yet. It's a his and hers closet. Um, and the set of stairs, uh, going up the stairs is all of these cubbies for shoes to, to go in. Her husband is a sneakerhead. He collects so many high tops mostly. I mean, every brand, everything collectible to non-collectible and has the coolest collection. She's just a glamour puss. Yeah, you know? she is. She's so beautiful. So I'm excited to see that. Um, his and hers two-story closet come to life. But as far as like the actual design, I know it said like, which spaces have you designed? These, uh -huh. that's what one of them are. And I don't know that it's magical, like even in this like waiting period to kind of dream about the drawings and the sketches and like just the way we get from, a lot of people just see the before and after yeah. or just the after and they don't realize how much of the sifting happens like in that center and just that creative creativity. Mm -hmm. um, which is such a fun process. We're Definitely. so lucky. Yeah, oh for sure. Um, there yeah. was one other closet um, that I was thinking about that's super fun that we did. We do so many, lots of influencers, <laughs> lots of people with incredible clothing collections. I, know. I don't know how people fit clothes in a normal size, like bifold closet anymore, you know? They're yeah. usually occupying some other room or closet or storage, you know, like yeah. oh, 100%. they're spilling out. I remember there's a female executive that um, we just love 
it was a remodel. We turned an office that was for the husband with a fireplace in it. Fireplace, walnut floors, coffered ceilings, big, huge bay windows. Huge room. Yeah. Yeah, we walled off the entry to the closet and we accessed it through the master. through the old master closet. So we left the master closet for him, punched a hole in it, and then occupied the entire cl- um, this entire huge, generous executive office for her closet. You guys, you have so That's much awesome. to look forward. Stay tuned on our portfolio because so many of these spaces yeah. like haven't been captured yet, but they will be coming to the portfolio within like the next year or two. So yeah, definitely anyway, stay tuned. Cause there's some really cool stuff in the works. Yeah. Hers has a bay window in it. It's the best bay window. Fun. We like painted the ceiling, like coffers. Mm-hmm. So sinful. We painted the walnut coffers, raspberry, this raspberry color, that's <laughs> yeah. bananas that ties in so rad with the Roman shade fabric. <laughs> and you guys, it's just, and she has the greatest collection of clothes. Yeah. OMG. Like, uh-huh. Stay tuned. Yeah. That's a goodie. Some men have garages full of cars. She's got a closet no. full of flat fashion. Yeah. yeah. I also, I remember there's another room that we didn't run on our list. Um, our game room that we clad in the purple velvet for a NBA player. Oh, yes. That was really fun. Yes. Again, unordinary spaces. Um, a game room is like a space where you have multiple TVs and you are gaming. So mm-hmm. you, it's like. This is common, know. I think, against professional athletes yeah. that when they're not doing that, that they actually play a lot of video so games. So video games. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I was thinking like, okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> no. Like I can't speak intelligently about it. I don't know if it's like Xbox or PS something or if it's. C90X. It's it's <laughs> C90X. I'm, I'm pretty sure. I'm pretty sure it's Nintendo. Nintendo. Um, uh, anyway, yeah, but he is, I think he's extraordinarily good at it. Yeah. And we wanted to create one of his favorite colors. He wanted his house to be exotic is what he asked for. And mm. he really likes Africa and Egypt. Yes. So we, we made this house very exotic and super fun. It was so much fun. Yeah. And you guys, this, the game room is saturated and it's like the deepest eggplant. <laughs> we upholstered the walls in velvet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They upholstered the wall in velvet and for the sound and everything, instead of doing like an upholstered panel, it's actually a fiberglass panel. Cause there's I'm pretty system. sure he could murder someone in that room sure. and no one would hear <laughs> no. or suspect but anything. Yeah, because sometimes upholstered panels, they kind of get like a cush to them. Like it just looks a little sloppy yeah. but with fiberglass panels. Anyway, it absorbs the sound with keeping it really tight. So anyway, so that's what we did. So we have like these kind of racing stripes of these tonal um, fabrics Purples. and purple uh-huh. plant. And it is such a mood. Yeah. It's such a mood. Like I don't know if he'll let us photograph it, but we keep telling him we're going to get him in G- GQ. So, so GQ, <laughs> if you're listening, <laughs> yeah, throw some bait. Boy, do we have a house for you. <laughs> yeah. That's a goodie. So good. We've also done a bowling alley in a basement, just yep. two lanes, um, mm-hmm. but super fun. Mm-hmm. And then um, we've also done some commercial work. That's a lot of fun. Yes. Commercial is so, so fun because you can. You're, it's not a primary residence. So yeah. people are usually willing. Obviously, they want to like sport their brand. Yeah. You know, so they're looking to make a big splash in a big way. I also think because we do residential work, I feel like we're more creative Mm -hmm. um, in doing commercial work. And so we, we have less of a commercial feel to what we're doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like we know how to pull in the commercial, you know, office furniture when we need to, but we know the beautiful wallpapers and, you know, we know how to use a carpet tile and play with scale too. Definitely. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, So it's not so basic. Yeah. We did this one restaurant called sticks 
Anyway, we had a local artist come up with like, she did an illustration based off of the brand and we had it blown up and like stretched on this entire wall that went from the front of the restaurant to the very back by the restrooms. And it was so dynamic and just all the motifs and everything related back to the culture of the food. And it's just fun. Yeah. That was a, that was a fun design. So pretty. We've done an ad agency. We're working on a cabinet shop right now. Um, it's 250,000 square feet in Arizona. Um, we did a chocolate shop called the chocolate Yes, in downtown Provo. It's called taste. Oh, taste. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's right. It's so beautiful. It's all in like bittersweet chocolates and golds and black and white painted hardwood floors. Yeah. So we've done, um, a software company. Um, a recording studio. Yeah, the recording Which is awesome. studios. Awesome. Yeah, it was also, so good. Also in Provo, my hometown. Mm -hmm. And yeah, a good friend of ours, and they own June Audio, and we did we helped them with their remodel that started out as an old house that they lived in when they were first married, and then they since like moved. They had their first daughter June, that's named June Audio, and then they ended up being able to acquire it, and they're like, we want to make a this like really incredible so cool. recording studio. So we helped them with the home and making some recording studios there. And then they have a, like a massive addition that's much more contemporary, like off of the back. Anyway, it's it's so, so cool. Mm. It's really cool. And it feels creative. I, you've been there, Corey. Yeah, yeah it was rad. Yeah. They've done a lot of like national, like I was watching like a daytime TV show there and the killers did like a live broadcast yeah. from there. It was cool. No I don't remember what show it was, but yeah. Killers, John Legend yeah. recorded there when he was in town. That's so cool. Yeah. Anyway. That yeah, was pretty rad. Yeah. Lots of big names. So, yeah. But it's just fun to like get into people's like heads with like their craft and yeah. learn about all these different avenues. And like that just like inspires the project, inspires the direction of everything. So, I mean, every project is fun because every human's different, mm -hmm. you know, but these are just some that are a little bit less ordinary that we feel really lucky to have designed. Like mm -hmm. so cool to have been able to like look back at our portfolio so far and we have so many more cool spaces to come. Yeah, definitely. So. We're currently working on our own building. Yes, we are. Yes, we're yes. designing, um, we're designing and we're building it. So we will own our own building and never pay rent again. We're super excited. And, um, yeah, it's going to be, it's 20,000 square feet on the main, and then it's got an upstairs as well. So lots of room for future growth, but it's super fun to be a designer and to know how we work because we've been doing this for like 13 or 14 years and then say, Let, why don't we design a space for the way that we work? Yeah. And that's what this space is going to be. So brand new showroom to shop um, and then obviously all the officing and everything for ALID and just the way that we work. So it's it's a big think tank right now, but I think we're going to be breaking ground any day now. Soon. Yeah. Yeah, yeah really soon. Super exciting. So dream. we should be able to move in within the year 2021. Yes, that's yeah. the goal. Oh gosh. Yeah, yep. that's definitely. So, so let's look forward to, in fact, I think we'll document the process of it um, just to kind of show it. I think it's going to be really fun and we're really excited and super proud of it so far. Yep, so. can't wait. Yeah. Anyway, that is cool in different spaces from past projects and future projects. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. We will catch you next time. Hey, thanks for listening. If you like our show, please leave a five-star rating. 